Welcome to Life with Liz and Bees. I'm Sammy. And I'm Hunter. And in today's episode, we're going to share with you what God revealed to us through a story that we're going to talk about and really just give you some encouragement if there's any chaos or fear or anxiety that's going on in your life right now or that's going to come. This is going to give you some preparation and some encouragement for the holiday season and just something you can imply in your life all the time. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it and we'll see you guys on the other side. So, Sam, how was your week? We were kid-free this week. We were. We got three days without the girls and got to go to Austin, Texas for an amazing leadership conference about how to take our businesses, take our faith, take so many areas of take our just life, your life in general, to right? the next level. Yeah. And so we're coming back from that so thrilled and excited with more vision and passion than ever. Absolutely. Um, but we had a little experience coming home from the trip that uh, we had to work as a team. Yeah. So on our way back, well, we looked out the window in the airport and we noticed it was going to be pretty rainy. We checked the radar. It looks like it's going to be pretty stormy out. And so... Well, and first off, my friends, so like my friends, Keely and Cassidy, um, flew into Austin from Tampa and we ironically crossed paths in the airport as Hunter and I were getting ready to leave Austin, Texas. They had just arrived yep. and I was feeling anxiety because I already knew what the weather had looked like going back into Tampa. And so, of course, what do I do? I asked them, hey, how was the plane ride over here? Um, and they both look at me and they're like, eh. And I was like, what do you mean? Uh, and they were like, well, it was pretty windy. We had a lot of turbulence. It, it wasn't that great. And immediately I was like fearful and I was anxious. And I almost regret asking them that question because it sometimes ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Like it's it just kind of depends on who you are. And I feel like asking them that question actually put some fear in me because I it's like I wanted to know as if it was going to change something for me. Yep. Like it was like I needed to get mentally prepared for the plane ride because I get very anxious randomly on plane rides since having the girls. I don't know if any other moms can relate to this, but just since having babies, I just have this fear now of flying. Yeah, no, I think you've definitely gained this fear of flying. Sam will go to the bathroom. She's thrown up before we've flown. I have diarrhea. I feel like sick. all of it. The I whole thing. Eat. The whole thing. I will eat pretzels and gum and very minimal things. I don't know what it is. I just get anxious. She's very anxious. And I would say honestly, I'm more of the anxious person when it comes to like fear of heights or something yeah. bad happen in our relationship. But this time it seemed to be Sam. So we we get up in the air and we look out the window and there's just, I mean, it is a full lightning just storm. I'm like, going to drop a picture if you're watching here on YouTube from the video that I took of the lightning storm happening underneath us. It was insane. It wasn't even just underneath of underneath us. It was next to us at times, like we were yeah. at the same altitude and it just happened to be, you know, a mile left of us. And we just kept seeing flashes outside of the window and we just kept being like, what's going on? But it was like first, 
I got super anxious. Yeah, Sam. And I got super fearful. Sam's super anxious in the moment, and I'm doing my best to just keep her calm because at this time, I don't know why I didn't have any fear. I didn't have anything. I was just like, "We're good. It's just another day on an airplane." And what I calming me down. Yeah, I'm I'm calming Sam the entire time throughout the process, and I'm telling her, you know, look around at people that you know have flown a lot. They will always show you if you need to be worried because if somebody that looks like they fly a lot and they're getting worried, then that's when you get worried because they've experienced a lot worse turbulence um but what just goes through my mind is like all i think about is death that's it like there's no in between it's just if any turbulence happens i immediately think okay the plane's going down and we're dying yeah i think we all kind of have those thoughts we all go through that where we're like Am I going to die here? What's the worst case? A bird hits the engine and the engine goes out. And I dead. always think worst case scenario, a lightning <laughs> bolt's going to hit. We're going to like birds are going to go through the engine. Like just something, just going something, to the pilot's yeah. going to pass out. What if someone's hijacked the plane? Like I always think worst case scenario. And I'm so like frustrated with myself that I always live in fear over plane rides. Yeah. I mean, it's tough when you become a parent. All you think about is I don't want to leave my kid behind. Right. Yeah. So, um, Anyway, so I talked Sam through it. I don't know why in this moment I did not have fear. I didn't have anything. I just was, was chilling. He's watching was the very Cowboys chill. game. Um, well, I I couldn't watch it on my phone. Somebody like rose ahead of me, had it, so I was like trying to squint but and we I was were trying also to focus. Watching and, like Squid Games at the time. Yeah. And the second that we hit some really rough turbulence, like I immediately like took the headphones out. I was like, I'm yeah, done. Sam couldn't I'm do done. it. I she didn't want anything like, playing. She didn't want anything that could I distract her. I needed to drink water. Yeah. And this was, it was a crazy little drop we had. Like our butt left the like, seat. And like, you it know was what's a- crazy <laughs> when everyone on the plane goes, oh, oh, and they're all yeah. making noises and sounds. That's when, you know, like it wasn't just a little bit of shaky turbulence. It was like a drop. Yeah. And it freaked us out because our butts left the seat for a second. Yeah. I mean, we were an hour into the flight and, um, the uh, flight attendants they yeah. just did not even want to get up yet because they Mm-mm. kept they just told us hey stay seated we're going yeah. through a lot of turbulence until we get to that point then and i'm texting up, hunter but. or i'm telling hunter text your mom we need to see the radar like and we just see like all of this it was it was like to the side of us and hunter's yeah. like sam look he's going around it like no stress like he was just keeping me calm in that moment yep so now it like flip sides. So we get towards the end of our flight and we're going into Tampa and I texted on my mom, which is funny, kind of what Sam did with her friends when she asked them, Hey, What's, um, what was the flight yeah. like? How was the turbulence? Well, I texted my mom before we even get to Tampa. Cause I'm just curious. I'm like, I did see a little rain on the radar before. And I was like, Hey, what's the rain look like outside of Tampa? Like right outside the Gulf. And she was like, it's pretty rough. It looks like there's a lot of rain. And right away, I'm just like, Oh shoot. Like, I'm not trying to show Sam this yet, but I'm chill. And then I noticed we're getting closer and closer. And then the guy that was like two or three rows ahead of me with his little iPhone, his Cowboys game, he started blocking it. So I can't see the Cowboys game. Our show that we were watching, I can't watch that. So now I am no longer distracted. And all I'm thinking about is the storm. Yeah. And now it was Sam's turn to really walk through. And at that point, then I had no fear. And you want to know why? Because for an hour break in between the rough turbulence going up, we had about an hour or at least 30 minutes of calmness and stillness where it was a relaxing flight. And I was reading a book about like seeking Jesus in the midst of chaos, in the midst of pain. And I kept singing a song to myself. Um, And it's from foundation. Like 
I sing this song to myself all of the time. The part that's like, I've still got joy in chaos. I've got peace that makes no sense. In any chaotic situation in my life, I always sing that to myself. It's not that I don't feel anxiety or I don't feel fear because I do feel those things, but I don't give those things any authority longer than maybe a few minutes because very quickly I speak the name of Jesus and I speak that fear out. And during that time frame, when we were relaxing in the air, I kept speaking that over myself. And I kept really just imagining that the Lord and angels were hovering over our plane. Yeah. And I've never envisioned that before on a plane ride because I've never been like that fearful or that scared. Only one other plane ride have I been like that, that you weren't on. And I literally thought I was going to have an anxiety attack and die. <laughs> and... um because the turbulence was way worse on that flight. But like, I just envisioned the Lord having his hand on the plane. And yeah. so when I saw you starting to freak out after you had just been my safe space and my like comfort to cling to, now the roles were reversed. And I just kept telling Hunter, Hunter, God's got the plane. Like he's holding the plane and he's guiding the plane down. Um, and like nothing is going to happen to us. Like we're yeah. good. Like we're going to be landing in the next, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's just crazy how we both were in two different points. Just one of us was full peace. The other was not. And I feel like that's throughout your entire marriage. Like you're going to have points where um, one of you are not going to be, you know, as strong as you should be and vice versa. And your job as a husband or a wife is to help whenever they're your partner's weak. Yeah. So why not help? Why it not try like to be the person? Such a quick calm? reversal but within an hour, within an hour, literally with the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like I was super fearful of the plane experience and you're comforting me when I'm weak. And then within an hour, now you're facing the same fear that I was facing. And now I'm the strong one while you're weak. Yep. And it just has me think about, um, this story in the Bible, this scripture, Matthew chapter four, verses 23 through 27, which is the story about Jesus just showing his power over the wind and the waves when him and his disciples were on the boat yeah. and they're going through the Sea of Galilee and a massive storm breaks out. I mean, we all like know the story if you've read the Bible or you've been at church and the disciples are freaking out. And what is God doing? What is Jesus doing? He's sleeping. Yeah. What's funny about it too is that they're a bunch of the disciples were fishermen. Yeah. So why are they freaking out in a storm when right. there's waves and it's they've familiar. seen it before? It's like familiar. they should know, they should understand that this happens. This is part of it. But in that time, they just happen to be freaking Even out. Even familiarity situations can make you fearful mm -hmm. when Absolutely. you aren't anchored in Christ. Yeah. We're not pilots. We're not flight attendants. Yeah. We don't fly all the time. So for us, plane rides are unfamiliar. Yeah. But you told me something in that moment, right? You said, Sam, look at all of the people that have flown. Mm -hmm. You should see some sort of comfortability, some calmness in those kinds of people. Yeah. Um, and I did. Like when Hunter told me to look around at different people and they were just relaxing, like sleeping through the turbulence, just chilling. <laughs> like I was going like, on. oh, okay, I don't need to be so anxious. But like in this situation, these guys who are fishers of men who do this all the time, they are not anchored in Christ. And Jesus is just resting. That's He's it. literally sleeping almost. Yeah. And the verses say this. So Matthew chapter eight, verse 23 through 27, we're going to read it. It says, now when he got into a boat, his disciples followed him and suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea. So the boat was covered with the waves, but he was asleep, meaning Jesus. Then his disciples came to him and woke him up saying, Lord, save us. We are perishing. But God said to them, why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. 
So the men marveled, saying, who can this be that even the winds and the sea obey him? So it's like, I relate that to us being in the plane, right? We see the lightning, we see the rain coming down, we're going through the clouds and we can't see anything. We just feel this like fear. We feel this moment where it's like uncomfortable, unfamiliar. What can we do in those moments and in those situations? Nothing. We can't There's control the plane. Yeah, control, control. Control's a big one there. I mean, you told me when we landed, you're like, you know what's funny is you think about car accidents, you think about driving on I-4 and you have such a higher chance of dying in a car or getting in a crash or doing something of that nature than you do crashing in a plane right but because we don't have control we freak out and we're like this is not okay i don't have control whether or not my car gets in a crash i don't have control whether this plane crashes right now so you're just thinking i don't have control and when we don't have control that's when we freak out the most which is when we should be seeking god the most right like same with when they were in the boat like the number one thing they needed to do was go seek god in that moment so what i got from what you just said is control means comfortable Control means comfortability. And when we can have control over a situation, we have this fleshly comfort. Yeah. But where does God want to take us? Into uncomfortable situations. Why? That's where we grow the most. Because you don't have control over uncomfortability. I mean, sometimes you do. But if you do, that means you could be interfering with what God's trying to grow you in that uncomfortable moment and in that uncomfortable situation, right? He says here, Oh, you of little faith, why are you fearful? So I just was thinking about that while I was in the plane and I'm like freaking out in my flesh and I'm like, my stomach's turning and like my heart is racing and I think that my heart's gonna beat out of my chest and I'm gonna pass out or die because I'm so fearful. And I think in that moment, oh, you of little faith, Sammy. Like, don't you know that I control the winds? I control the rain. I control the lightning. I'm guarding your plane right now to safety. Yep. And you're up there freaking out because you have no control over the situation. Yep. And that, and reminding myself of that and clinging to that is what like anchored me on top of you reminding me who's in your life that's reminding you and influencing you when you're in those fearful, chaotic situations. Amen. Yeah. I mean, who is it? Is it your partner? Is it a friend? Is it your pastor? You need to find somebody that can anchor you in those situations because life is too tough and you can't do this on your own. Um, But it's not even that like they're the anchor. It's that they direct you back to God. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. It's like you just need those people that are like, Hey, listen, I don't have the answer, but what I do know is that Jesus and the Lord and his word has the answer. And I'm, I'm going to point, point you in the right there. direction. Yep. And that's what you kept reminding me is you yeah. kept reminding me to fix my eyes on Jesus and to know that he's got us and that we're going to be okay. Yep. And it just goes to show teamwork. Yeah. Like that is the true example of what we wanted to share on this podcast. And like our podcast is all about like marriage and relationships and Working as a team, we talk about that a lot. Like who, who is the person in your life, especially your spouse, that is like really equally working as a team with you? Or are you always the one that's having to help ground them or help ground or center them? Yeah. Is it always you helping center them? And then when you need help, nobody's there to help you. Um, all we can say is that Jesus Christ will always be there to yeah. help you. And that can be their first person you seek. And when you need that um, guidance... Find somebody that can help you Mm because sometimes there are partners who are struggling and they um, just don't have the mindset to be able to help you at all, all the time. So always have that second backup to help point you in the right direction. But um, 
yeah, I think that was a great story that we were able to share today. Yeah. Sam. And I mean, what we'll close with is just always remember when you're going through chaos, when you're going through pain, where you're going through unfamiliarity, one, it's an opportunity for you to get stretched, for you yeah. to go through something uncomfortable because God's increasing your faith. And two, just envision the next time you're going through chaos that Jesus is like sleeping next to you. Yeah. And what should that show you? He's not worried. So why are you worried? Absolutely. He's not scared. So why are you scared? We got a little Jesus uh i don't know like a toy or something in yeah. church today put them on all the seats and when we get to our seats this little jesus and i'm gonna put it in my truck and it's gonna always look at me and it's it has a smile on its face I love so that. i can just see it and be like where should jesus i put mine me. i need to put mine like i don't know somewhere in the house that did you grab yours me. yeah it's in my okay. purse just I just don't leave it, it where the kids can swallow yeah. it so because that thing is tiny it's this little <laughs> tiny jesus yeah so but anyways, thanks for listening today. Yeah. We hope that this encouraged you. We wanted this to be just like a super incredible, effective, quick word from yeah. a personal story that we had this week. And um, we're coming to the end of the year and Hunter and I have been praying about what we want 2024 to look like in our life, in the pot, in the life of the podcast. Yeah. And we've been consistent for a year now. Yeah. It's been, and it's been almost exactly yeah. amazing. We've dropped a podcast almost every week, if not every other week this entire year. And um, it's been so cool to see the impact that has been made in so many people's lives. Um, but we just want to share going into 2020, 2024, we are going to be taking a break from the podcast. Yeah. Um, and we don't know how long we're going to take a break for But what we do know is that God has given us a vision and given us clarity about some other areas of our life that he is asking for our time and our attention in. Yeah. And it's not saying that the podcast isn't one of those things. It's saying that we're still going to be giving our time and attention to you just yeah. in other areas of our exactly. life and of our business. And there, and there may be times where we pop on that we have a word that we really want to give. And that but we it'll be do, random. But it'll be random. And it's that'll not be... just going to be like we've been super consistent every other week. But also what we're noticing is that it's a little bit harder for us to come up with things to share yeah. because we have to come up with a podcast every other week. And then yeah. it almost feels like a chore or something we have to do yeah. instead of something that we want to do. And so we know that if we can, we can treat the podcast as something where we share when we feel like God has truly given us a word to share, yeah. then you're going to get the best of us. Absolutely. And we're going to want to like really, really pour out and pour into you. Mm -hmm. Not saying that we don't want to because we do, but we're just saying we want to give this a hundred percent effort. Yep. And, um, we're just going to make some shifts going into 2024. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. Stay on our social stay media. Subscribed, we will still be posting stuff. And because you're going to see when we drop episodes, it may just not be consistent every other Monday, yep. but we're going to get our own new groove going with the podcast. Um, but we just pray that you go through the holiday season and that you go through the new year making some shifts in your life too. I mean, this is the time to do it. We've been praying about what God wants us to do. And we hope that you'll pray about some shifts that you may need to make. And we're just excited for what God has for us in 2024. So thanks for listening. Stay connected to us. And uh, I guess we'll see you when we see you. Yeah, absolutely. It was great, guys. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Still subscribe because, again, we are still going to be posting content and doing all that fun stuff. So um, you can keep up with us at Life with the Liz and Bees on Instagram or YouTube, or you can email us at Life with, or what is it at email? Life, Life with the Liz and Bees at, at gmail.com. Yeah. One of those three. I don't know. You'll find us somewhere with Life with the Liz and Bees. We thank you guys. And that is it. All right. We'll see you soon. See you guys. Bye. Later.